Hey, friend, I don't know if you know this, but I have a new book coming out on March 5th. It's called Protect Your Peace, Non-Unapologetic Principles to Thrive in a Chaotic World. And I would love your support by pre-ordering my book. Go to TrentSheldon.com slash book. Why pre-order? Because as an author, it helps me. Get on more TV shows. The book gets in more stores. And for you, you get a whole bunch of cool free stuff that will go away soon if you don't pre-order. So go pre-order the book. Get the book. This book is going to change the world. Let's get it. Hey, what's up? This is Trent Shelton. Some people know me as an author, as a speaker, as an athlete. Some people know me as the guy whose videos pop up in their social media feeds. But at the end of the day, I'm simply a man on a mission. I want to help you transform your life using the exact tools I use to transform mine. I won't say I have all the answers, but I will do everything I can to help you find yours. My goal isn't to reach millions. My goal is to reach you. Welcome to Straight Up. Let's get it. Hey, what up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Straight Up Podcast. As you can see, I have a guest. I rarely have guests on this podcast. When I do have guests, it is somebody special, somebody that I know will connect with your soul, connect with your heart, change or challenge your perspective. And most of you know this man I'm about to announce right now. Maybe some of you don't, but it's time for you to know his heart, know his mission, and know what he truly cares about. Welcome, Matthew McConaughey. What up, brother? How you doing? Grant, how we doing, man? Good to be here with you, bud. Man, I'm doing so well, and... I know you're doing a lot of things. We have an event uh, coming that I'm going to talk about coming in a few in a few weeks or basically almost next week. Uh, we'll get into that for sure. Talk about your book. Um, but I'm always curious in diving into the heart and soul of a person, especially that has so much external success, uh, so many accolades. But I always know that external is one thing, but the internal is, is the needle mover, right? And so I want to start off by asking you this question. Um, and this ties to success with the external, but when was it for you? Because I'm always interested in people who are less than 1%, whether it be an NFL player, athlete, actor, celebrity, it's a less than 1% chance that you can actually be successful. And so for you, when was the moment that you knew it was real for you? The moment that you believe like I actually can do this. Okay. I think there was about three different gears through my career where, I evolved and something else clicked, meaning the first one. I had days confused. Hey, I was in the right bar at the right time, met the right guy, got cast in that movie. Three lines turned into three weeks work. I'm coming to work. They're paying me 300 bucks a day. I'm having a time in my life and people are telling me, you're pretty good at this. You want to come back tomorrow night? And I'm like, can I, is that legal? Yes, I'd love to. So I came back each night and worked for three weeks. That gave me the confidence to go, okay, this is what I want to pursue. Now, up to then, I did not have the confidence to say it's what I wanted to pursue, even to myself. Um, I found out in my journals now that I wrote down that I wanted to be an actor, but I couldn't say it out loud. I didn't have the confidence to until I got the opportunity to do it and people patted me on the back and said, you're pretty good at this. You might want to pursue it. So that was one. That was the first movie, 92. So then there comes, but that does not, that's just actor trying to find jobs. Then there comes real success with uh, um, a time to kill. Now, all of a sudden, I become a movie star. Now, all of a sudden, I have fame. Now, all of a sudden, I can green light almost any movie I want to. I have access, options like never before. The movie made money. My performance was lauded. Um, that's a, that was a new kind of success, and that was a new kind of, oh, okay, I can do this. Because before that, I was just an actor for hire. Now, all of a sudden, I'm going, oh, I got more leverage and power than I've ever had. What choices can I make when I can make whatever choice I want, which is a whole new challenge. You know what I mean? When all of a sudden, the world is yes, which, which yes do you want? Woo, it can make a tyrant out of any of us, you know? So that was number two. And then I think the other one was about 15, 13 years ago, where I was really successful at rom-coms, but was wanting to do dramas because mm -hmm. they were more what was happening to me internally. But externally, I was the rom-com go-to guy, man. I was the A plus A-list choice for rom-coms and they were working, they were making money. I was having a good time, but they were not feeding me inside. I took a sabbatical 
which I didn't know how long it was going to take. Anyway, it took about two years before all of a sudden a drama that I wanted got offered me and came to me. So I, when I jumped on that, I had about a four-year run where I made three movies a year. And that was the closest to where I said, oh, actually, my external career can feed, is in synchronicity with my internal self. Mm -hmm. it, it's feed, it's, the reciprocity is, is, is even money from what I'm doing outside and inside. So that was the, that'd be the three gears for me. So you, you said something very interesting to me. You said it wasn't, it wasn't feeding you. So rom-com, everybody knows you for this. This is your identity. Um, the world loves you for it. You're highly successful at it. And it's not fulfilling you. And right. I'm a big, big guy on fulfillment. I mean, I left football basically because, and got into this, because I knew football wasn't it for me. And to everybody else, I seemed crazy. To everybody else, why would you close that door? And so I'm very curious, man, like in that situation where you can take more, you can even be more successful, you're comfortable at it, you're great at it, you're phenomenal at it, but you're saying no um, right. because it isn't feeding you. So uh, what's the process with that? Because I know it has to be a lot of fear around that's yeah. your identity and is the world going right. to accept you for something else? Yeah, well, look, man, I'm big on gratitude mm -hmm. and thanks. At the same time, we got to be more than just happy to be here. Mm. I mean, or more than just happy to have made it in the pros or more than just happy to be the go-to rom-com guy successful in Hollywood. Preach. Now, we want to respect that. But I believe sometimes we, and I know me, uh, you can have too much reverence for like, oh my gosh, man, I made it. Trust me, I went through that imposter's syndrome early in my career. I was like, me? Why me? Do I deserve this? Do I earn this? Well, as soon as I got over that and was able to look in the eye and say, yeah, I think I have earned this. And I'm here. I'm in it. I need to look it in the eye. That's when I was able to go, all right, I have respect for this. But I remember telling myself, man, you were, you were McConaughey, a, a mammal, a child of God, uh, 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 um, who you are before you were a celebrity. So don't let the fact that you can make movies, even though I respect it, don't, who's wagging who? I was like, that's not going to wag me. All right. So while I respected it, I said, sounds like similar to you saying, everybody's dream is to play pro football. What do you mean? What are you doing? You're stepping out. I, I was looking beyond it. I was trying to, I was, I'm inside. I was trying to play. I was making sure I was playing the immortal game, meaning like what's above the vocation. That's an awesome mortal thing we could to be able to do, to play pro football, to be a successful actor and movie star in Hollywood. But can you look beyond that and go, okay, now that I can look this in the eye and I'm level with it and I respect it and I appreciate it, is this really what I want to do? Is this really fulfilling me? And sometimes that answer will be, hell yeah. But I know for me, and it sounds like for you, I was like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. I got I to gotta find out. There's something else. There's another itch I got to scratch inside me. And trust me, I didn't know if it was a one-way ticket out of Hollywood. I got damn scared that it was a one-way ticket out of Hollywood. My phone didn't ring for two years. My agent told me I haven't heard your name in months, McConaughey. And I was like looking around at my wife going, I think I might need to find a new career. I thought about being a high school football coach. <laughs> I really thought I was like, I said, Hollywood made just told me McConaughey. You just wrote your ticket out of here, big boy. And I was like, okay, if that's it. But I had to find out. And, and what was the offer? Because I, I, I read in your book, I, I, I want you to tell the people what you were saying no to, because gotcha. I, I had a conversation. I had my event um, last weekend, and I asked them this question to the audience. I said, hey, if I was to give you guys each $10 million, who would take it? And of course, at first, they were shy. They were, I said, everybody here would, right? But I said, with that $10 million, though, say I had, you can no longer have your peace. You can no longer have your joy. Um, who would still take it? And, of course, nobody raised their hand. So I said, your peace is priceless. And so I'm just curious, like, what was the boundary for you um, or the thing for you that said no to this dollar amount that was presented to you? So... Look, when I made the decision to say I'm going to stop doing rom-coms and action comedies because they're not feeding me, mm. 
And also what I want to do, the dramas I want to do, they aren't being offered me. So if I can't do what I want to do, I'm going to stop doing what I've been doing. All right. So I unbranded to rebrand. Now, once I made that decision, that decision, initial decision came to me in that quiet 3 a.m. truth that lands like a butterfly and hits you like a lightning bolt. It's like those truths that hit you and you go, oh, this is non-negotiable. No matter what the world says, no matter how tired I'm going to get, no matter how many times I'm going to question this decision, trust that this is true for you, McConaughey. I remember telling myself that, or not even having to tell myself that, knowing that, sharing that with my wife as well, who knew it and said, I'm by your side when you get wobbly and with this choice and on this pilgrimage you're about to go on. When you want to go, oh, maybe I need to pull the parachute and go back. I'm going to be there to go. No, I was there when you knew, when it was raw, the truth. So I was never going to go back on the decision. Mind you, about 16 months into not getting any work and wondering if I had made the right decision, an offer came in for this really good action comedy with an opening offer of $8 million. Nice offer. I read it. I say, no, thank you. I told you I'm not doing these right now. They come back at $10 million. I said, no, thank you. I told you I'm not doing these right now. They come back at $12 million. I say, I said, thank you, but no thank you. They come back at $14.5 million offer for the same script that they offered me for eight. I said, let me read that one more time. (laughs) Right? So I'm not that pure, right? I said, let me read it again. I read it. It was the same words as the original offer, but trust me, it was funnier. It was more (laughs) well-written. I could see myself, maybe this could work. Maybe this is the right time to get back in it, McConaughey. But I ultimately said, no. And I kind of knew there's no way I was going to say yes, even though I did let myself go. Are you kidding me? Let's have another look at this. And when I said no to that, it did give me a lot of power on two fronts. One, externally, I think it told Hollywood, oh, McConaughey's not bluffing. And if somebody's not bluffing, even if they're not doing what you want them to do, there's something almost more attractive about them. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, no, they, they, they didn't stutter. They're holding their line. And for me internally, the endurance of it, to be able to turn that down, to have it in my soul, to know, to believe that I was on the right track, strong enough to make, to say no to $14.5 million after I hadn't worked for 16 months and I'm wanting to work. I got, I got, I, I got some, some armor on me, man. I got, I got some honor. I started to feel like Man, there's a greater gift at the end of this. Actually, with each day I'm holding out now, I'm gaining strength. And it was about two months later that all of a sudden the levy broke and the, and the offers that I wanted came in. But saying no to that um, gave me some power externally and internally. Ooh. Man, I, I'm glad you shared that too because I know there's so many people listening to this right now that will turn their back on their non-negotiables. I mean, people do it all the time, right? When the opportunity seems right enough, but by you saying no, it opened your life up to a greater yes and greater joy and greater fulfillment, I'm sure. And you stood your ground, man. And I think more people in this world need to do that, not be controlled. And I just think right now, like when you were talking about that, for me, it's like, it's, it's a great power to know that you can't be controlled by these outside things, right? And you can't go back on, the, the commitments and promises that you made to yourself, which, which this, and this is the last question I want to ask in the success part of your career. I mean, I know your whole career was successful, but as far as dealing with being a known name, a celebrity, um, everybody knows you, everybody has expectations of you. And I think there's so many people, I know so many people listen to this episode that, you know, are starting to reach some type of success, right? Maybe their business is taking off. Maybe they are breaking through on the internet as an influencer. And the thing that I always tell people is that I'm not saying success is easy, but I almost say that's the easier part of the process. The hardest part of the process is not losing yourself in the success. So I'm just curious with yeah. you being the mega star that you are, how does Matthew not lose himself in the journey of all this success? Well, I mean, trust me, it hadn't been a lead pipe cinch. I've, because with success, with fame in, 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 in my story, you are offered more things to say yes to, more options. 
Yes. The stuff you said before you were successful that nobody listened to, you can say the same thing. Trust me. After I won an Oscar, I repeated some of the same stuff I said 15 years before, but all of a sudden people were going, wow. <laughs> and putting it in bold print, right? And I'm like, that's 15 years ago and no one even flinched, you know? <laughs> so so the, 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 with success and the, and, and, and the, and the fame, the, the amount of infinite yeses are what can make the tyrant out of us, right? So we have to have that discernment to go, more yeses uh, are not necessarily a good thing. They can be, yeah. but I, I know, I know I, I had in the yeses, we can over leverage ourselves. I over leverage myself. Hey, I was successful. You can start a production company, start a music label, start this, start that. I had eight campfires going on my desk every Monday morning. I had all this stuff going. And all of a sudden I was like, man, I'm kind of making C pluses in all of them. And it wasn't until I said, oh, I said yes to five things that I really don't care about and are not my main passion. I got rid of five of those eight campfires and said, I want to be an actor for hire. I want to have a foundation and I want to take care of my family. Man, when I cut it down to three and remember that that's what was really important to me, I started making A's in those three. I got better. I became a better actor. The foundation really started cooking my family and I got closer. Um, so a lot of success is being able to, you need to say no, because we only got 24 hours in a day. We can only compartmentalize so much stuff. And what I see is what some of us do, and I've been guilty of this, is we over leverage ourselves. We extend yeah, ourselves, yeah. and all of a sudden we're burning it at both ends. And we're looking back and we're going like, wait, what is it? Why did I get into this? What did I love about this? You know, well, am I, am I, if it's work, am I still, if it's one of the best advice I got coming up in my, in the industry was when you start thinking about all this other stuff and fame and everything, just remember, if you get lost, go back to the work, go back to the script, go back to why you love the acting, go by, go back to the process and that'll ground you. And it grounded me. Mind you, I had to get the hell out of town quite a few times and go on some walkabouts to get my head and heart and spirit right. Meaning I'm famous in Hollywood. I can't, I'm having trouble reading the bullshit from the truth, man. I'm trying to cut the wheat from the chafe. I don't know what's coming, what's going. I don't remember anything. I'm an autopilot. I luckily had the fortitude to put a backpack on and head to the Peru for 22 days on my own, get lost. And I did it again in Africa later on. I had to go on a walkabout where I could hear myself think, mm. where I could get rid of the stimulus that was coming in on me, which was awesome. And wow, we love you. This is great. Headlines, ta-da, bright lights. I was all, that was all fun, but I was like, what's, what's real? What's an, what's an illusion? So I had to go away and on those walkabouts, trust me, the first 10, 12 days, I did not enjoy my company. I had to mm. get rid of the monkeys on my back, shake sin, sin of the mind, sin of the thought, sin of the deed, get, get all kinds of monkeys off my back it, 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 where I was just felt to guilt and shame. And it was me processing through all the, what was bullshit, what was real, what wasn't, where I'd gone awry, where I'd gone off track. That was a, that I need to say, no, that was a stop. That's not a stay McConaughey. You know, I had to, I had to, I had to grapple with things going, well, what are we going to say? The buck stops here. We ain't doing that anymore. And then I also had to grapple with, well, what are we going to forgive yourself for, McConaughey? What are we going to say? You're human, bro. That's okay. Just don't be such a repeat offender. So, you know, we do that, and I think it happens for all of us. We go away, and our old Jiminy Cricket and conscious gets going about what we've done, and we start to grapple with, all right, well, what am I going to say? I'm tired of being a repeat offender of this bullshit that doesn't pay me back, so the buck stops here. And then what am I going to say? You're human, man. I forgive you. Come on, buddy. Let's go forward. And then that happened to me on those trips, all both at about day 12 each time, for whatever reason, is when I kind of had a breakthrough and had some freedom and some grace and, and found that balance between what I said. I'm stopping saying no to these things in my life because they're not feeding me, and I'm forgiving myself for these things. And that's, I think, one of the great balances of, 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 of life in general. You know, um, where do we hold on? Where do we let go? You know, that's ah, my 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 soul is cheering, man, because I talk about this a lot, right? I have a thing I say called protect your peace, and I just got back from the trails before you know this podcast interview, and I call it disconnect. One of the principles is disconnecting often. 
And I think it's very important to disconnect from the world, to disconnect from your environment at times, to reconnect to your soul, to reconnect to what truly matters. And that's exactly what you said that you did. You're able to disconnect from the things to see what's real. And you had that perfect balance of responsibility, right? But you also gave yourself grace, which I think is very necessary. On your journey, because I want to dive into this more. And I'm very curious about like what your prescription for your peace is or for your fulfillment. Like you have certain things that you do uh, every single day. Maybe you took back from that journey. I know I was I was reading and I can I bring up this is I know in a part I think you're getting ready for a role in a movie and and you're tackling some cows. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, where did that come from? You know, what I mean, just that that's that structure of what you were doing. But you can talk about that if you want. But I'm just curious, you know. What did you take from these journeys where you disconnected to say, you know what, this is going to be a staple in how I approach life daily or weekly or when I disconnect, like I'm always going to center myself, you know, with these one or two or three things. Yeah. I think one of the things that took from those two trips and a few others where I've had a, had a walk about, and this can happen for us on road trips. I think it happens in prayer. I think it happens in meditation. I think it can, it can happen on with a walk on the, walking a dog down the street, but we have to, uh, and you said it, we, we, we have to, we're looking for the truth, right? And we want yeah. the truth, but the truth will also land on us. But we got to put ourselves in a place to hear it and receive it. It's hard in this world. Zooms and calls, responsibilities, kiddos. Yeah, I'll be there in a minute. This coming. I got this guy. Plans, anticipations. It's all, it's, it's tough to get like, I mean, my, my, my son just asked me this morning, Papa, why are you being, you've been up at like 4.30 every morning these last few months, usually sleep into eight. I said, I know, it's just you and me at the house right now. In a quiet house from 4.30 to eight is like, the world has not going yet. My mind's moving slow. I'm not ambitious yet. That's a version of what happens, I think, on these, when we give ourselves a walkabout or we step away. Because we're all looking for, cues and signs and truth to hit us but not only do we have to put ourselves in a place to receive them we can overlook for them is what i'm saying you know what i mean we we, we yeah. sometimes if, if we're like it happens to all of us we we could see signs in everything i tell my wife that i'm going like man the subplots are becoming unmanageable i'm seeing art in every single thing i'm trying to walk to the bathroom and it's taking me 20 minutes because i'm like oh wow look at this that's that's overstimulation. No, all of those were not signs, McConaughey. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was looking for the signs. And sometimes when we're looking for the signs, just like chasing a girl or a relationship, when we're looking, we're not near as attractive. We're not going to find her or him, right? So I'm, when I'm when, when I'm overlooking, I'm not seeing it. But that's part of that stimulus of we get in a fast-paced life. We're ahead of time. To go on these walkabouts, you slow down and you actually get a little bit behind time, which is on the backside of the wave and catch up to be on time. And I think when we're on time, when we see the sign and when the sign lands on us, it's simultaneous. Mm. It, the reciprocity happens at once. We're not we're not looking. I need a reason. I need no no no. Don't be looking. You ain't gonna. It's not gonna come to you if you're if you're if you're if you're if it feels you being needy. But when you go. I'm looking, but I'm not reaching. And if you're out there, come on. Whoop. That's when the old butterfly lands on you. And you look up and there's the gift or the clue or the the the, the choice you make or the the the, the five minute lights. I call them the uh, 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 sort of those those invisible invisible green lights that come to us. You know, the because you took your time and you didn't get in a rush. You actually showed up on time and ran into the woman that became your friend, lover, wife, partner, mother, and you lived a great life with. And if you would have been in a rush, you would have missed her. You know, she was coming out while you were going in. Those things. And that's when we're on time, I think, and in the flow. And that's what these walkabouts can give us. And that's what I try to remind myself because I am ambitious. I work my butt off and I can get ahead of time. I can I can anticipate too much. I can live too much in tomorrow, and I'll miss some beauty here, you know. Or I'll have I'll I'll, I'll have to catch myself, dude. You hear the laughter coming from in there right now? Your kids and family, shut your shut your laptop, man. Get in there. It don't get no better than this, you know. And it's true. 
Oh man. I just want to give a moment to let that breathe. And I just hope everybody, well, I want everybody that that just that's listening right now to replay that part because it's something that I preach very often, man, and talk about just those important moments. And it's so funny. I was telling my son the other day, I say, you know, I have my keys in my pocket and I'm looking for my keys everywhere. I'm like, where are my keys? Where are my keys? And and I, I even they're jingling. And I'm just so like I've lost it. My 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 son said. I think they're in your pocket. I was like, they, they, they can be. And I look in my pocket and they're right there. And it reminded me of what you're talking about because sometimes we're searching so hard for it that we're overlooking it. And when I tell people this, it's almost like they don't believe me. But I tell people, you know, of course I work hard. Of course I pursue things. But most of the things, even my career now, I didn't go chase it. You right. know, it really found me. And so I'm glad that you said that. And you mentioned something about green lights and it's a perfect transition. Obviously, green lights is... Your number New York's number one times bestseller over 50 plus weeks on there. And uh I'm just I'm curious um on where the concept came from, green lights. And for those that haven't read the book, go read it, listen to it. But for those that haven't read it, um explain that to everybody listening to right right now. Man, one thing about me, I love fashion. And I always made a promise to myself once I started my brand, I would come out with my own brand. I would rock my own clothes. I would wear my own hats. And today, I just released my new line of hats at shoprehabtime.com through Shopify. And listen, y'all, it's so easy. All because I use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, whenever, whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. And just keeping it straight up, Shopify helped me take my brand from out the trunk, because I was selling my merch out the trunk, to now a worldwide brand reaching customers all across the globe. And what I love about Shopify also, there's no limit. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Trent, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Trent now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash Trent. Make sure Trent is lowercase. Let's get it. So I love to drive. If I have time to get anywhere, I'll drive before flying. I love road trips. And I've made that drive from Austin, Texas to LA 32 times, back and forth. Anyway, um, I pulled my Airstream, lived in my Airstream for four years, uh, lived in it with my dog. Um, the concept came basically from, because you see the symbol, it's three green lights and a traffic light. So we know the traffic lights and traffic lights are green, yellow, red. And what I noticed in going back through 40 years of my journaling and what I noticed in other people's lives is that, all right, we love green lights. That's the left lane life. Freedom, go forward, proceed, more please. Amen. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Affirmation. Come on, first down, score. We love those, but life's not consistently all those. So we have yellow lights in life, things that slow us down, things that make us go, I need to be thoughtful here, those walkabouts. 
I'm going to go be reflective for a moment. I'm going to do a little inventory. I'm going to look over my shoulder for maybe a second, have a look at the path I've been leaving instead of look, only looking at the path I'm taking. We don't like those. They can make us a little uncomfortable, but we need them. Well, we got to have those if we want to evolve, right? Yeah. And then we got red lights. Nobody likes those, man. Death, crisis, uh, 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 pain, severe pain. We don't like them. Um, but we need those too. And the theory in, in, in green lights, what I propose is that every yellow and red eventually turns green. I would also say that in, I also believe that in every red, there is a green light gift that the sooner we recognize what that gift is in the pain, in the loss, the sooner it will turn into a green light. Not that it denies the pain or the crisis, but simultaneously understanding there's a gift in that crisis. I, I always bring this up. Biggest red light in my life, my dad dying. I don't need to explain why that was a huge red light. Everyone's had something, most people have had something similar like that in their life. But I also know that as soon as he moved on, I felt it a week later. I was like, oh. Well, the, 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 the young man, the man that he taught you to be, that you've been acting like McConaughey, the one that you've been just trying to get by on because you know he's there and he's got your back if you do fall or if you do come up short. Oh, he ain't there to get your back now. You better step up, big boy. You better look in the mirror and look the world flat in the eye and, and start being the man he taught you to be instead of acting like it. So again, when I was making C pluses, I, my grade went up. I started, I, I took, I got more courage. I, I got more sense of identity. I started started getting clear on what I stood for, what I stood against. Things that I was not really engaging with because he was still alive and I knew he had my back. So that was a gift. And I would argue that more than a gift, it was me by trying to live those values out that he taught me to be a man. That's actually honoring him and the fact that he left this life. So it didn't get rid of any of the pain. It didn't get rid of any of the mourning. It didn't get rid of the loss. It didn't get rid of me getting a little sad because I want to I pick up the phone and forget that he's not actually here, going to pick, you know, yesterday. But it does remind me, oh, well, honor the man that he was teaching you to be daily, and that will keep him alive. And that inherently is a green light in what was the worst red light of my life. So, that's the, uh, the green lights is also about being cool to your future self. Engineering choices daily, weekly, yearly, that will feed you later, will bring you more return on investment. We'll, 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 we'll double down on your currency, not just, the, not just the greenbacks in the bank, but the soul's currency. And those two don't have to be exclusive. And and I think that's a part of what you're saying. There's a place where, yeah, go be we go chase success, but not at your soul's expense, not at your peace expense. Take that ten million dollars, but lose all peace. Whoa, don't give a damn about that money if you ain't got no peace inside. It's nothing but a storm every day. You want to be living in a hurricane inside you every day? Well, no matter how much money, I know people who do it who have ten billion dollars and they got a hurricane going inside. And they look over and, and, and see people see somebody just have a genuine smile with a sibling or a genuine uh, enjoyment of eating a damn good meal. And they're like, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could feel that. So it's, it's, it's that combination that they're not mutually exclusive as we chase success. Don't do it at the expense of your soul's account. Hmm. What's the point of gaining the world if that game means you lose your soul, right? What's the point? I mean, and that's and it's actually Trent, it's the it's it's a short, short-term thinking. It's it's short money. You know? I mean, if I think what do we all what do we, what do, what do we all want to teach our kids? Delayed gratification. That's right. Right? Hey, if you take care of your chores, you're gonna get more freedom. Hey, if you do your homework Friday afternoon after school. You won't have to come inside from playing football in the yard on Sunday afternoon because you already got it done. Things like that, right? But shoot, man, us adults, I think it's what we need to learn more of. If we can just 
have a lot, believe in ourselves a little bit more to project further and believe that there are certain sacrifices and things we can do today that will bring greater rewards and that will last longer. Solar powered green lights in the future. And I just don't think we trust it. We don't want to trust ourselves or trust that. What do you mean? You want me to make an investment right now that 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 that, that might help out me five years from now, 10 years from now, or my children in their generation. Whoa, don't we talk about that far out? I'm thinking about the end of the week as far as I can think. We just got to think further ahead, I think. And all of a sudden, it just opens the aperture of what we'll, what we'll invest in and what we'll take time on, what we'll actually value. Yeah, future thinking um, is something that, that I try my best to do. I always ask myself this question, will the future Trent love me for this choice or hate me for right. this choice? Yay. And, and I'm always thinking about that. And, you know, just to kind of backpedal on red lights, like my greatest red light, losing my mom to cancer. Um, two years ago, the same month, my baby girl went to the ICU, almost lost her. Well, two days after that, then uh, my grandmother, a week after I lost her. Um, and it was red light after red light after red light after red light. And I know there's a lot of people listening to this episode right now and says, hey, Matt, I, uh, Matthew, I get you. Trent, I get you. I understand what you're talking about. But I keep enduring these red lights. And the one thing that I want to say to that is, and I'm, I'm going to ask you this. I ask you, do you believe, and you pretty much answer this, that a red light could also be protection. Cause I think about driving, right? We stop and we're able to look around. We're able to analyze without red lights. There would be a lot of wrecks, a lot of crashes if we're always on the go. Yeah, so yeah. what would you say to the person that feels like their life is nothing but red lights? Oh, oh I, if I say this the wrong way, it's going to come off as crass, but I'm going to start off by saying, Two things. I'm sorry and congratulations. Mm. And somebody's out there listening to this right now going, F you, McConaughey. And yeah. and, 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 and treat, please try to, I'm gonna try to explain what I mean by that. Um look. When you're in misery, it's almost impossible to do what we're talking about. Future think. Future think my ass. Yeah. I'm in pain right now. You want me to, th I can't even think about tomorrow. I can't pay the rent. You want me to make investments for my future? I'm trying to get by day to day. So I, under I, I understand that. Um, and I'd love to continue that conversation with somebody that's going, don't talk to me about future thing. You know what I mean? When I'm trying to just get by day to day. Now, I don't know, you know, to what extent everybody or each person's going to be spiritual or believe that. I don't, I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen at the end of this life, but I'm excited about what might. I, 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 do, I, I do know that there are certain red lights that we have in life that may not even give us a reward in this life, mm. but will give the next generation a reward or the generation after that or the generation after that. And that's what I mean by projection thinking as well. Yeah. Trust that there's certain pains we go through that we are sacrificing. You're being, it's a sacrifice for someone else's good and health down the road and i don't know how far down the road now that's got to be and, and 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 i don't have this down i'd love to keep talking about it, but that's got to be more than we just hope yeah. right it's got to be more i believe I, I believe hopes are incredibly important and belief is incredibly important and i and i'd love to continue to try to put the metrics to what what we're talking about here about it will pay back it, it is an exchange the debit you are in right now the pain you are in right now will be equally or multiplied in wealth and gratitude to and for someone else or yourself later in life i believe that um and i'd like to keep going into show, to, to 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 proving that math um but i've seen it proven I felt it proven in, in mine. I've seen it proven in, 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 a, in a lot of other people's lives. Um, so I'm sorry and congratulations. And I know that congratulations part is going to piss some people off, but I hope they understand the context of which we're with 
I'm coming at uh, um, in, in, say, in, in saying that. The, the, the other part is this, Trent. When we're in certain red lights, once we're in them and if there's nothing we can do about them, meaning mom, grandma, daughter, there were some things probably, was there, was there something you could do about any of those at the time? Maybe that, that you could constructively do to go, wait a minute, I'm not just going to say that's how it is. Where, which of those situations were inevitable? Where you, Trent, were going, it's out of my hands now. Really all of them. Okay. Now, once they, once whatever became inevitable about them, now comes a choice. It's not easy to make. But don't we have to, don't we have to see, go, okay. Now that I can't do anything about it and it's inevitable, how am I going to see this? Am, am I going to be victimized by this? Am I going to become a cynic? Am I going to quit? Am I saying, F life, I got screwed. This is, I'm the only one. I want out. Am I going to try and leave this life? Am I going to try and take my, or there's nothing constructive about any of those. There's no way out. With any of those, there is a way out with going, oh. Why me? Why now? I don't know what's going on. Gosh, damn it. How do I deal? What's the best way to deal? How do I mourn? How do I, what, 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 what can I do that would honor them? What can I, what, how can I live a life now that will more honor the, them, the ones, my loved ones I have lost? I mean, that, that, that's an upside that serves you, the individual, us, the individual and serves others. And, and and can become a green light. That, that that's what that that's 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 maybe what I mean by honor and 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 how there there is a gift. And that's what I mean by it when I say congratulations. That's so powerful. Um, it's a perspective shift. You know, I always talk about your perspective need to be your power, your prison. And when my mother died, it was my prison for a little bit until I sat down and had a conversation with her. And this conversation, you know, I'll give you the shortened version, but. Um, I pictured her just not being able to rest in peace. You know, if she had any way to see me and like, man, my baby is because I've died. A lot of things in him are dying. And so I said, nah, I got to make sure she lives on forever. She can't rest in peace until I'm living in peace. And people can say, how was the green light in that? Because I get this all the time. How did you find the green light in, in that moment? Mm-hmm. And one of the green lights for me in that was realizing that forever has an expiration date. We don't have forever with everybody. So it made me be more intentional with who matters in my life, how I spend my time. It made me be more intentional on giving as much purpose I can to this world. And so I love, I love you saying that because if people in these red lights can just ask the questions in their form of it, what is this teaching me? How is this building me? How is this strengthening me? And purpose, you said it. We don't go through pain just for us. We don't. We go through pain Maybe some of it is for us, but it's also to help our kids, to help somebody else get through their pain. I always use this analogy and we'll move forward. I always tell people, you know, I, I love hiking trails. And I say, man, if you came to a trail, you met me. And I, and I said, hey, I've never hiked this trail before, but here's a map I just made. I never hiked it. You would look at me like I was crazy. But if I went to you and said, hey, you know, I hike this trail every single day. Watch out for that boulder over there. Watch out for his deer up the road. You would be like, Wow. This guy really knows what he's talking about. And it's because I've been through it. And so I think a big part of us dealing with our red lights is to help other people once they get to their red lights and say, listen, I know it's hard. You can say congratulations to them because you know what's on the other side. Maybe they don't, but you know what you've been through. and You know what's on the other side. So I think that perspective is super cool and it's much needed. Yeah, yeah. And look, another thing, and I think you'll agree with me on this, we aren't saying as soon as you're dealt with pain or loss, immediately go, hey, great. No, 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 no. <laughs> you got to go through mourning. It's pain. It's like, whoa, what about what have I learned? What's the gift? You got to go through. There's blood in the fountain for a while before the, before the fountain becomes clean water. I mean, it, it, and so it's not about resilience get up just dust yourself off be an optimist it's not it's not delusional optimism so i and, and i think that's clear what you're saying i just wanted to throw that on the end because um uh, I've, I've seen some people mistake what i was trying to get across yeah. and say oh so you're just saying like just blow by deny deny problems i'm saying no no don't deny them <laughs> actually 
lean into them even further, but find that gift you're talking about in them. Yeah, it's been, uh, I'm still figuring out and not as much as, you know, four or five years ago. I mean, it was definitely heavy then, but like me losing football, me, that pain of that. I mean, it's as an athlete, it's the worst pain. Me no longer being able to play. I'm now finding the reasons for that even till today. And this is almost nine, 10 years past it. You Isn't know? that why I always say life's a mystery going forward, but a science looking back. Woo. You know, because we go, we go forward. I'm like, I don't mean today's a mystery. I got plans, but it's still a mystery. I got things I want to do, but the world may do unto me in ways I don't know. But looking back from this morning all the way back to the last 53 years of my life, you can connect the dots for how we got to right here it's all connected it's all connected it, but in the time it's only got reason it's got no reason but only maybe rhyme you know what i mean that's right <laughs> yeah. would, would you say that's part of we can segue right here um art of living right um it's it's going to be an amazing event that i'm a part of it's a free event everybody needs to attend and i've actually had a sneak peek uh, and it's incredible, by the way, bro. Like, I'm not just saying that, like, it is incredible because I had the intention, okay, I'm going I'm to check it out. And I found myself 30 minutes into it and like, wow, I'm blown away by this. So the art of living without a G, just apostrophe. Like, what is, what is, what is that? Like, what does that mean to you, so, for you? It mean, it mean, it means this. I believe there's a science to satisfaction mm. that, we can engineer, that's those green lights. We can engineer choices we can make, habits we have to give us more satisfaction in our life. They're measurable. We get those down, we can then create and be a part of the art of living, which is individual to everybody. It's a bit of, when I say uh, 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 um, conservative, early liberal, conservative, early liberal, late. It's like you put in the work to then get out of your head. You, 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 you understand the reason first, so then the rhyme can come. The art of living is when we're, when we're on the, in the art of living, life's a dance, it's an exchange. We're in the song, we are the musicians, we are conducting with the world and relationships and it's happening and, you, and we're looking over at the end of the day and we're all in, we're in the assets. We're not making straight A's and everything, but everything's healthy. We, you know, it, it, we got to weed our we got to weed our garden, and you look over there, you go. Those are the flowers I like. Those are the flowers I care about and I value. Um, the science of satisfaction is picking those things out that we truly value, which we've talked about here a lot in the last in the last hour. Last last hour, it's also getting rid of the ones that you say no, that's that's not really what I value. We do that. We make choices that tend to those things that we care about. Then the we got that garden. That's when the butterflies start to come to us. And that's when the art of living starts. That's when the world becomes rhyme and a dance. And you kind of have the feeling like, man, I think the world's conspiring to make me happy right now. That becomes the art of living. Um, so on the 24th, we're going to get under the hood of some of that science of satisfaction that I bring up in green lights, but we're going to green lights. Like the book, I talk a lot about the approach. We're going to talk about the process, the real choices in red and in, in yellow lights, how, how to make sure that a green light's not a battery powered green light, but a solar powered green light. One you can trust in, you know what I mean? Um, how to, how to, how to, how to recognize and trust that there's a gift in those red lights. And through that, then becomes the art of living. But the art of living is the reason I don't say much about exactly what it is because it's personal. It will be personal to everybody. Everyone's got their own song and their own dance steps with how they go through life. That's part of the science of getting there. But you got to have the science before you get to the art. That's what I mean when I say conservative, very liberal late. You got to work out. You got to go to your OTAs. You got to get in shape before you, it's game time. You want to know the playbook before you can get on the field and call audible. Right. So the freedom comes. It's a responsibility that breeds the freedom. Responsibility is the science of satisfaction. The freedom is the art of living. Wow. That's amazing, man. Um, you guys make sure you are here. 
Okay, make sure you are there, here, wherever it is that you're going to be. Invite your friends. It's going to be legendary and amazing. Um, TSLiving.com, you can register for free. Free, it's F-R-E-E. And the value you're going to get is priceless. Before we get out of here, I always ask this question. Well, I haven't asked it much, but uh, I'm starting to ask this question to everybody. And I'll give you some time to think about this, or maybe you don't even need time on this. But picture it's your your uh, ceremony of appreciation, right? Not your funeral, nothing like that, but just maybe it's just a appreciation ceremony for you. And I don't, everybody in your life that you truly care about, that you interacted with are on the podium talking about you and mm-hmm. what you have done and how you have served and your purpose. What would you want them to say about you? Or you can answer it in this way. What are they saying about Matthew McConaughey? That yeah. that makes your soul full. He really cared about who I was. He really believed in me. Sometimes more than I believed in myself. He heightened my expectations of who I could be and what was possible in the world. He did like to hear himself talk. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? That's kind of one of the things I liked about him. He knew that, and he would even make a joke about himself. Like and hear himself talk. He cared, and he, he meant what he said, and he would show up. And damn it, it was fun to be around and being around him has made my life feel more valuable and it made me feel more valuable. He would see himself in me and let me see myself in him and see myself in other people. From who I am to the possibilities of what I want to be, my capacities, my potentials, all of it. And he made life feel like a dance. He's, he's a pretty good dancer. Oh, I don't know. I, I'd have to hear that one back. I'm not sure what I said. I was speaking. I was speaking mm. to hey. my loved ones. That was beautiful, man. And I definitely believe just even knowing your heart in this brief hour, um, watch you from afar but getting to know you and look forward to getting to know you more, man. I, I have no doubt. Um, that's what people feel. That's what they say. So I want to say thank you for being who you are. Thank you for your service. Thank you for being straight up on this podcast, sharing insights um, that I know that were really breakthroughs for people. And um, thank you, man. Even, even as a Texas Longhorn, man, and me being a Baylor bear. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you. Same conference, baby. We've been in the same conference. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, indeed. Hey, Trent, thanks for having me on. I knew I was going to look forward to this, but not as much as I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed it even more than I was looking forward to it. Um, I can't wait to get together on the 24th. Thanks for, for 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 being there, and thanks for being here today for this however long we've been talking life. Uh, no problem, brother. You guys, make sure you follow. Make sure you share. Make sure you go to TS Living without a G, just apostry.com. Look in the show notes for more information. As always, y'all. I appreciate you. I thank you for being listeners. Thank you for being supporters. But like I tell you, in every single episode, it all starts with you. It's rehab time. Let's get it. Straight up.
through life struggles, all we seeking is peace. It's in my head and my belief. Most of us feel the same, but it's something that's hard to reach. Not a subject they don't teach, and it's deeper than just sitting with a drink by the beach. Cause I'm learning in life. Ooh. It's keeping calm when adversity strikes. It's when you working and you earning your stripes. It's showing love. That's a word to my haters. I deal with life by slowing down out in nature. Taking walks on my own. Talk to God. And yes, Lord, I thank you. It's when you can't find many reasons, but you still being grateful. Might be viewing it wrong. Stop making peace such a heavy thing. Start looking within, try loving everything. And I protect my peace. See, the more I climb, I still protect my peace. And the more you seek, you must protect your peace. Cause the more you'll find, so protect your peace. I clear my mind and I protect my peace. See, the more I climb, I still protect my peace. And the more you seek, you must protect your peace. Cause the more you'll find, so protect your peace. World might try to take it, your job might try to take it, your girl might try to take it, but God always embracing your flaws and your pain and your hurt. Protect your peace, but it's gonna take us some work. Cause what I'm knowing now, it's not always about speeding up. Sometimes we gotta slow it down. Everything that's going up eventually is going down. Embrace it all, ain't no secrets. To me, finding joy in the darkness, that's what peace is. So we can run or just acknowledge the storm. I don't trip, cause this will pass, keeping calm in the storm. Knowing on the other side, the sun rays bring a blessing. So hold on to your faith and please protect it. I clear my Flow. mind and I protect my peace. See, the more I climb, I still protect my peace. And the more you seek, you must protect your peace. Cause the more you'll find, so protect your peace. I clear my mind and I protect my peace see the more i climb i still protect my peace and the more you seek you must protect your peace because the more you'll find so protect your peace man one thing about me i love fashion and i always made a promise to myself once I started my brand, I would come out with my own brand. I would rock my own clothes. I would wear my own hats. And today, I just released my new line of hats at shoprehabtime.com through Shopify. And listen, y'all, it's so easy. All because I use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, whenever, whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. And just keeping it straight up, Shopify helped me take my brand from out the trunk because I was selling my merch out the trunk to now a worldwide brand reaching customers all across the globe. And what I love about Shopify also, there's no limit. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because business that grow, grow Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Trent, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Trent now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash Trent. Make sure Trent is lowercase. Let's get it. Hey you, I got a question for you. Are you trying to build your community online this year? If not, you should. Without the rehabbers across the world, there will be no trend show in the rehab time. Everyone in business is talking about the power of community because when you get community right, 
Not only does your audience grow faster, but so does your sales. But where is everyone managing their communities these days? A lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content, create discussions, live streams, group chats, memberships, all under your own brand. And what's cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or a Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked or unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has its 14-day trial free just for you. Go to circle.so. Imagine being able to manage your community, start chat groups and live classes, accept payments, all in one place. If this is the year to capture organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. Let's get it.